Welcome back. This is part two of episode 299. As I said in the part one, I had to cut it in half in order to post it on this uh, feed for the website. If I hadn't done that, I would have had to have compressed it so much that it would just sound like shit. And at a certain point, I'd rather have two halves than that sound good than compress this any further than what it's already compressed. So if you are listening to this, that's the wrong one. Check out part one first. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, who's we, so we have Koof uh, and John who loves flat women. Who do you want to go to first? Koof is muted. Koof Let me go muted, to yeah. John who loves flat women. Mr. Loves Flat Women. Are you there? Hold on. I got to go to my car. Okay. Because uh, I can't really take a call where I'm at right now. Doom, doom. We're back. Here comes some editing. He's in an adult superstore. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we don't allow people calling a podcast in here. You, you got to go behind the curtain for that, buddy. <laughs> uh, we have a special room for you people. Yeah. If you want to slide over there, <laughs> slip your quarter in the slot. I've always loved the dichotomy of the rural interstate road of like Jesus loves you <laughs> billboards and then adult superstore mega XXX next X truckers. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fred, Fred Rush knows all about that. Oh yeah. I bet. And, and speaking about Fred Rush, um, Fred sent me some kind words about you. About me? Yeah. Oh. Um, he said that he he thought you had a nice, luscious ass, and oh. that he would like to get up in it. Nice. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, I'll go to the closest loves. <laughs> uh, let me see. Am I coming up fine? Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Let me read this. This uh, these nice it, words Fred had to say. I was using it to fill fill time. Uh, so he said, "Please right. tell Tim." At first, when Buck left, I was very skeptical of Tim, though he may be a gay naker. Uh-huh. He turned out to be a pretty decent guy, and I was really happy to meet him at the gun show. I don't oh, know what that's a euphemism for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I told you, it was, there was the love's rest stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, despite all the gay comic stuff, he was entertaining and insightful. Nine of ten co-hosts. Good issues. Good banter between you two and interesting. So, oh, Thanks, Fred. It was, no, it was uh, hanging out with him, with, with him was great. That was a lot of fun. Nine out of ten would do it again. Yeah, he, the the one point off was he was really rough. <laughs> <laughs> he was a choker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets those spindly arms around you. Yeah. Going at it. All right, Mister Loves Flat Women. Are you going to be drinking a Coors hey. in your car like um, the way Stuttering John was? No, I'm at work. I can't really do that kind of thing uh, right that's now. That's a fair point. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm glad to be on. Nice seeing you guys. Yeah, thanks for yeah. coming on. I I know that my my voicemails probably aren't the best. Um, because I just like I get high when I'm on my way home from driving. And I just sort of like pop in like, hey, who can I call right now? That's not going to immediately hang up. And there's a voicemail. <laughs> hey, at least you call in. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of people let that shit stew, and then they shoot up Uvalde Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah, what I don't get. That, you could have saved like, <laughs> 21 lives. It, it turns into like a schizophrenic rant when I go and listen back to it on the show. So it's kind of weird in that, that way. It's funny. I, you know, before I started doing the podcast, I'd just be driving and I would just be like 
ranting at myself yeah. about the shit around me in the car, like whatever was on the news and everything. And now I'm able to take all that poison and just like put it in a little bag. Mm-hmm. And I just put that in my back pocket. And then Monday afternoon, I'm like, oh, let's see what's in the hate sack. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, Mr. Loves. Well, then you're like anybody else and you uh, you store it in your head and then you get cancer later on because you've been doing that too many times. Probably true. It's definitely a brain aneurysm <laughs> in my future. <laughs> Mr. Loves Flatwomen, what is your don't get this week? All right. Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, the myth of pedophilia. Oh no! Oh great! So the <laughs> the, the name uh, is supposed to scare people off. Um, the the truth is that uh, all women are children, so there's no pedophilia because we're all pedophiles. Because we all well, what about gay dudes? I guess they're just regular pedophiles. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot of studies about a lot of <laughs> homosexual men being pedophiles, being groomers and such. Uh, no, um, I've moved to a new area, so I decided to go on Tinder because I quit off of it like years ago. Biggest, biggest mistake is going back That's on true. there. But then they have like, there's, there's so many women that like just show re- re- uh, bad signs of, I know you're fucking psycho. I have, I, I know I shouldn't have nothing to deal with you. The 500 pound women. And then they added all these tags like LGBTQ plus two rights, uh, Black Lives Matters. There's no nobody wants to see this shit. Nobody wants to see this. I don't understand. But I, yeah, you, Tinder does those like interest things. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why politics are an option for any of them. <laughs> yeah. Because politics is is not an interesting yeah. personality trait. Even if no, even if we agree. Yes. If like. We, you, I like, I actually, if I met a woman that was like the federal government's trying to come <laughs> destroy everyone and they like, they set up these shootings and taxation is theft, I'd be like, you're the most intelligent <laughs> woman I've ever met. But, or even it was like, uh, yeah, I'm also super racist. How, how, I'm glad we could talk. But you don't get to put those options on there, right? Yeah. Like, there are, you can put, no, it's all, it's all uh, the message sort, yeah, sort of You tags. can tag that you're vaccinated, but you can't tag that you'll never get it. Like, yeah. That's not an option. It's like, like, yeah. uh, d- your options are va- vaccinated or vaccine hesitant. Like I'm not vaccine hesitant. I'm <laughs> hesitant about getting a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like I know what I want. I think about doing it. I'm, I haven't gone through with getting yeah, it. Yeah. Not giving myself a heart attack. <laughs> but the vaccine is like, is like getting fucked in the ass. I'm not fucked in the ass hesitant. I don't want to be fucked in the ass. Uh, yeah, and so you the, these just, just these like women the way, put all that shit on there, and they're proud of it. Yeah, yeah. Just like always, the issue the issue every week is always is always women. Yeah, that's really what it stems down <laughs> and, to. Uh, it's the problem with being straight, man. I wish I could be gay. I tell that to my <laughs> friends all the time. I wish I could be gay. I, I, the, the women as children, like there's always the joke. Every woman always compares everything to, uh, Harry Potter, you know, cause it's a, it's a young adult novel. Mm-hmm. It's true. I've seen it so many times. They never, they they like, they read that when they were in middle school and then they just, they either read it again mm-hmm. or they just never read again. And they're yeah. like, well, this is literary. It must be smart. I thought you were going to go with the, uh, Disney route. Oh God, the Disney women, the like 30 year old women that send that their 
post pictures of themselves like the Minnie Mouse ears yeah. at Disney at World. At Disney World. Like, I'm in like, front of here's the castle. Our, here's our biannual Disney trip. God. It must have been like the pre-Harry Potter age for that to come up. I mean, it's it's all kinds of ages. Not to not to throw stones, but um, you know, Tony's old old co-host on not gabbing about Godzilla. What was the name of his show that Pod painted? <laughs> Castzilla versus the Podman, Pod Monster Johanna. Uh-huh. She's a huge Disney file, and it's just it's just it's um, it's kind of disturbing. It yeah, it is disturbing. Yeah. Like I, I understand that I have I'm an adult man that has Lego collection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I arrived back in Tulsa to a pre-ordered Lego package that I ordered many, <laughs> a long time ago. But I also have like adult interests. Yeah, like whiskey <laughs> and having a job. Having a job. And, like I, so I. That's what I don't understand about them is that they just they just do that. They're just ready. They're ready to just and. They want to be treated. They want to be told that they're adults, mm-hmm. but they want to be treated as children. Yes, like you need to take care of everything. Uh, you need to decide where we're going to eat. And you need to decide. You need to have a job so you can take care of me, and you need to have a car, and you need to have all these like requirements. But I can't be expected to not fuck every guy I see and not <laughs> have a kid. I, I've seen women on online dating stuff that have like five children in their early 30s or late 20s <laughs> holy and shit you're just like what the fuck is the matter with you i saw a video on youtube the other day it was one of those shorts mm-hmm. um and it, it, it auto played after something i watched and it was like a like a feel-good channel and it was like my daughter couldn't find a date to prom right and it shows her daughter with her dress on so she took her son <laughs> i'm like i think i know why your daughter couldn't find a date to prom <laughs> I don't. She's easy. I also love the women that on dating profiles are like, yeah, I already have kids, uh, but I don't like want, I don't want any more. Like you want to get with a guy and not like create children. That's the whole point, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all those other guys dumped into you. Uh, yeah. And then you were too stupid to, I've also read stuff like, uh, the one, the ones that say, "Oh, I'm in, independent," but isn't the point of like a dating app is to become dependent on somebody or make codependency? It's it's a weird, weird uh, idea for them to come across. It's like, yes, I'm independent. We could be two independent bodies, but then why are you trying to seek somebody yeah. out? This is a problem. I yeah, you. I want to have someone that I can rely on, like and and talk to, and be codependent. Where yeah. You know, I don't want to be dependent on you, but I also, you know, I'm looking for something that's more than just me living in a house by myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. Come to think of it, he makes a good arguments for pedophiles. <laughs> it's one of the, it's the first and only one I've heard that I'm not just completely revolted by. <laughs> um, and um, we were handing out addresses earlier for places for. Uh, Mr. Kill Everything and uh, Sage to uh-huh. Fight. I've got, I've got one right here. Uh, Chuck and Tuck and probably look this one He's up. He's listening. It's uh, 1811 North Old Trail, Seelands Grove, PA. Seelands Grove, PA. That's a place PA. I used to work. It's a, it's a great... It's a great... Uh, it's S-E-L-I-N-S-G-R-O-V-E. I'm a bit slow. S-A-L... It's a... It, 
S-E-L-I-N-S. It's S-E-L-I-N-S. S-E-L-I-N-S. It's a, it's a great place for people to to fight out their issues. I think it's a it's a nice uh, midpoint from somebody in Canada. I don't even know where the fuck Sage lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. The National Beef Packing Plant. <laughs> <laughs> the National Beef Packing Plant. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, well, thank you, John and Love Slatwood, yeah, for being a fan of the show and the call-ins over the years. Um, it means a lot to have yep. had people, so... Until our, we meet again. Yep, you guys are great. To uh, don't kill yourself. Thank you for not killing yourself. Thank you. <laughs> and speaking of not yeah. killing ourselves, I hope Koof is ready. Koof is famous on the internet for thanking people for not killing uh-huh. themselves. Koof, welcome to the show. Hey, Tab. Hey, Tim. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Yeah, we're good. Let me adjust your volume just a tat- touch. And... Oh, yeah, that's so... way loud. Am I coming in all right? Yes, yeah. you're coming in great. All right. How are you doing? Well, first off, first off, God damn it, you stole, John stole my thunder. Thank you both for not killing yourself. <laughs> Thank you. I got to say, you know, but, uh, uh, being in St. Louis, it's like, it's just a ticking clock sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you, you see a message from Coop that says, Thank you for not killing yourself. And you're like, You're right. There is a reason to keep going. Mm-hmm. The National. Yeah, I mean, you know, point. it's. Yeah, that's, you know, beef is a very good reason to not kill yourself. Nice ribeye steak. Mm. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> that's a good motivator. There's a, it's a little, you know, life, life is about the little things, you know? Yeah. Well, so, Kuf, what is your don't get this week? My don't get, it's been my don't get for, I feel like my whole life. Uh, fucking plastic Tupperware. It's, it's so fucking bullshit. It's like you, you, you go to the store, right. And you like buy all this uh, shit from like Walmart or whatever. And it comes with its own Tupperware and it's convenient uh, for, for the moment. Cause you're like, Oh cool. I got, I got a container to pack all this stuff. But then uh, next thing you know, you just got like a huge pile. Your cupboards packed full of this plastic crap. It's all garbage. Like we have, glass pyrex containers Mm -hmm. you can toss in the microwave they uh put them in the dishwasher they won't melt they stack uh nicely all this plastic shit it's all different and it just like piles it's it it drives me insane we've got so much of it it's um not to mention on glass tupperware uh, when you put spaghetti in there, it doesn't stain it. It doesn't red, fucking stain it. Some weird, orange. yeah, orange color for the rest of its lifetime. I, so th- this was actually kind of this is actually kind of related to an issue I was thinking about mm-hmm. uh, that I never brought in, which was um, the trickle down effect. You know, people. You know, there's the trickle down economics the, from the Reagan era didn't work because uh, wealth doesn't trickle down, uh, but poverty trickles up. It's it's like a it's a um, generational thing. Like there's 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 some parts of poverty that are so uh, like they just get ingrained into your life. Mm -hmm. And even if you become uh, much more wealthier than your last generation, there are things that stick with you from poverty. The way I don't know if you're like if any of your parents have like weird meals that they used to eat as kids because they were poor (laughs) that occasionally they get cravings for. My dad uh, makes some meals that are very questionable as far as. <laughs> 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 
Tim, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. My so uh, my mom, she's uh, she's from a third world country, and so you know, she, growing up, she, she you know they didn't Tim's, always have Tim's mom is as also from food. a third world country. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. No, it's not. <laughs> See, but, but like you see you get it because like you know they they didn't have all these things so now she's yeah my mom she's lived in america for a long time now married with my dad and some of those things stick around like she has a really hard time with she's got a weird relationship with food you know and i mm-hmm. i understand you know i totally empathize but like you know growing up she would always force me to like eat, you know finish everything on my plate and i understand you know you shouldn't be wasteful but like I'm lit- I can't eat anymore. I, I, I physically can't. I'm going to puke. Yeah, you end up eating yeah. like then you end up overeating uh, because then you become fat. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you're a big fatty. Well, then there's also an interesting thing is that in this age, poor people eat are fatter and yes. and wealthy people are not as fat because of like the garbage and sugar that we put in our food these days is just through the roof mm-hmm. compared to our ancestors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, hundreds of years ago, <laughs> you're fat because you're rich. And yeah. you can you can afford to eat. Eat all you want and not move. Yes. And now you're fat because you eat shitty food and because it's sit the down fastest, and watch Netflix. easiest, cheapest stuff to get. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's just like, you know, a little bit of planning would help with that, but like when you're working a shitty job, it's uh it's hard to muster that energy to like buy right buy good food and all this stuff. It's just easier to you know on your break on your lunch break drive to like McDonald's and buy the the five for twenty piece like the five dollar twenty dollar uh, twenty piece McNuggets because it's convenient, it's fast, it's right there for you. Uh, another great thing about the or not a great thing another thing that i hate about the plastic tupperware is how many times we've tried to reinvent the wheel with that yeah like i remember damn yeah there's been there's probably a thousand as seen on tv versions of tupperware Mm -hmm. where it's like all these tupperwares use the same lid because they're like this one they just pick like the lid as the one form factor so these are deeper and like this one comes on a travel uh, spinning caddy put all your different sizes in the slots and your lids and are they all stack when you put them in the drawer Uh uh-huh and then you and then you actually like put in your cabinet and oh i can't get these off because the shelf above it is like Mm -hmm. a weird level and so that ends up not working and they like they keep doing that over and over and over again it's and it's never good no no no. we always end up with this cabinet uh, that's just like fucking it's piled in there in whatever way and that has to only use like 10 percent of it yeah, you you have your favorite ones. Well, like I <laughs> I bought a Tupperware thing, a Rubbermaid Tupperware thing, and it's like a 60, 60 piece Rubbermaid Tupperware deal, right? And they have ones that are like the perfect size for a sandwich. Yep. They're also the perfect size for pretty much all leftovers. Yeah. And then to get it up to 40 pieces, it came with eight of these ones that are like a fucking quarter cup or maybe yeah, a half yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck am I ever gonna put in this? <laughs> and then it has a bunch of tiny lids. That they're like, oh, the interlock and stack, but then you have a stack that's really narrow and really tall, mm-hmm. and so that's in the way. It's just like, give me a, give me a twenty piece set that's just these sandwich sized ones, and I, if I have to split it into sixty containers, like I make a huge thing of beans, I'll split it into multiple containers if yeah. that. But even that, that's more convenient because then you can split it up in all those containers, throw half of them in the freezer, keep the rest for eating this week, and the next week you pull those down, let them thaw. And they're always they're always trying to reinvent the lid. Mm. 
right? Because, I mean, you got a regular one that's just, you know, locking groove. But then there's like, this one's got like actuating locks and this one's got like the vacuum seal on it. And mm-hmm. this one folds in half. And Yeah, I have two vacuum the- sealing um, Tupperwares that s- go with my vacuum sealer for like s- sealing into little baggies mm-hmm. things. And they're interesting, but they don't stack well. Nope. And the lids don't fit in, so it's it's just like it's just two more pieces that don't match any of the other pieces in the cabinet. Yeah. And here we are, and we'll keep well, buying them. Uh, an- uh, another thing is like uh, there's this there's this uh, it's like it's like AIDS because like you know if you have women in your life they will like want to trade Tupperware with each other you know you come you go to other people's houses. And oh, it takes some leftovers, and congrats! Now you got more crappy Tupperware in your shelf that you're keeping. Yeah, uh, or the you have like all the stuff that comes in plastic containers. Like you buy, I think a potato salad. Oh or, yeah, yeah. Uh, lunch meat Sour now comes. Whatever, yeah. yeah, and people will take those and wash them and like reuse them a bunch of times, and then you end up you have those in your cabinet. And I that is that is apex poverty right there like that's, i'm not gonna buy that's the first thing that came to mind when he brought up tupperware was yeah. like old like old containers of like margarine or like soup or whatever oh, dude that my grandparents like would use to store and freeze all you know leftovers I, we have leftovers in country crock containers yes country crock like the a, brown country crock like that's 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 the thing i think of when i think of like tupperware yeah i i other i did i do keep the um Hillshire Farm ones because the lunch the, meat ones they're the exact size of a sandwich. Oh, okay. So they're great for throwing in my in my lunch pail. Yeah. Uh, and I also keep them for stuff like curry and spaghetti that will stay in regular plastic Tupperware because then it's like, all right, I I, I just throw this out and I get another. This, one. Yeah, I'll take it to work for for lunch, eat it, and then just throw it all in the trash. And those are always usually they're because they're so. You have to make a bunch of them. They are flimsy as shit. They're flimsy as shit. <laughs> I keep. I, I bought one the other day, and like the whole thing was broken. I was just like, God damn it! So I had to put my my. It's like in a little bag inside yes, the Tupperware, yeah, yeah. and then I put that inside a Tupperware that I bought. And it's like we really could have <laughs> saved some time by not sending this yeah, in a fucking just Tupperware. Send, send me the bag. Yeah, uh, put it. Make it. A, put it in a Ziploc bag. Exactly. We just got to go full third world at this point. We're already we're already there, right? Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's become Mexico. We just like keep everything in this shitty uh, plastic like goldfish bag. There you go. That's your soda. That's yeah. your uh, that's your your uh, potato salad, your macaroni, whatever the fuck. Your sandwich meats just in this plastic bag. Here you go. Uh, make America Mexico again. Yes, that's what I say. Nunga. We. And the other funny thing about the Tupperware is that it's not one of those ones that people go, oh, this is like, this is terrible for the environment that you have Tupperware. We should switch back to glass because we we had glass stuff mm-hmm. in like the 50s, 60s and 70s. And then they switched to Tupperware because it's like glass shatters and then it gets in the ocean and, it, and then you have glass on the beach and nobody mm-hmm. likes glass on the beach. So we'll switch to to using plastic for everything. And I remember distinctly this commercial as a kid where they had like a two liter soda falling out and it like bouncing instead of shattering. And it was all these different things. And it, plastics make it possible. And it was like mm, paid yeah, for by the yeah. petroleum industry. And I thought, well, that's cool. Like, you know, we went, we switched to plastic because glass has all these problems. And then now we have people like, yeah, I have a glass water bottle now because it's better for the environment. And... <laughs> And plastic is now evil because yes. it turns out it like dissolves into microplastics uh-huh. that f- fill your body before yeah. you're born. <laughs> and 
and I like that's just one of the that's one of those things that happens in a in an advanced society where we're trying to make things that'll last longer than humanity was meant to last. Like the other thing about the Tupperware is that you put stuff in there and you're like, I'll get to that eventually, and yes. then you just end up throwing it straight in the trash. Except now it smells funnier. Mm-hmm. And you have a weird thing growing in your Tupperware that you're like, is the dishwasher going to make this clean? <laughs> I don't know. Instead of, because instead of making smaller portions. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's another thing is a single person, like living alone. And you go buy, when you, if you're buying components for meals, it's always in large forms. Like you can't just buy a single chicken breast. No, because it's more expensive. Yeah, you can buy two chicken breasts, or you can buy like a family size pack for like less per piece than mm-hmm. the small one is. Yeah, and so then it's like, well, I have to cook. I'm going to cook this chicken breast for this thing. I should cook. I need to cook this whole chicken breast because I have no way to not cook a whole chicken breast. <laughs> yeah, and then you either have leftovers that you throw away, or you eat too much and you get fat. Yep, and there's. Because we don't, we're not like a family could just buy four chicken breasts, four little single chicken breasts, but a single person buys four and they have to figure out what to do with the other yeah. three. That's why I love the vacuum sealer because I'll buy the big family size and seal them into individual things. And then if I need one chicken breast for a, a thing, I can just use that. It's great. It is kind of like Tupperware though. Yeah. But it, it stores in it's, a nice it's roll. It's a blight. It's a blight on this world. We need to just t- take all of our plastic Tupperware containers and just light a giant bonfire. We I'm sh- actively anti-environment. Anti. <laughs> we need to burn away all the atmosphere. Just bring. We 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 gotta block out the sun with as much uh, as much carbon as we can. Let's go. We should take all the Tupperware and put it in that that mountain is it yucca mountain that they're they're like we're gonna put nuclear waste down in here so it'll be irradiated for a billion years yeah so i think there's only like there's like 30 percent of the world is land all the rest is water we Mm -hmm. just throw it in the water that's a great idea tim thank you we can make a new country out of all this garbage yes here's what i don't get land here we go tab uh tab tabithia or whatever there we go. I am the emperor of Plastic Plasticistan. Plasticistan. <laughs> it's a, a floating island nation that attacks other neighboring islands and steals their Dr Pepper. Yes, <laughs> it's a pirate island. Plus, plus, the the mutant powers will develop from the microplastics. That that'll be a huge. Yes, bonus. and then that'll we can all be X Men. Ubermensch. It'll be great. Yeah. But, there we go. You could be Magneto. Solve world hunger. Well. Thank you, Koof. Uh, I want to thank you for not killing yourself, number one. But I also want to thank you for supporting the show and joining us today and uh, and trying to make the world a little bit of a brighter place. Because so many people aren't doing well, thank that. You. Thank you for the words of gratitude. Uh, thank you for keeping the show for so long. I, I haven't been as uh, long of a listener as everyone else, but um, I'm I'm glad that it, that you've been uh, you know putting your all into this show. I know you've over the last couple of years, it seems uh, you've kind of gone through a lot. So, just want to reiterate uh, my my gratitude for you for trucking along. Well, Keep on trucking and tucking. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, He's and very also, excited. most importantly, thank you all for not killing yourselves. Thank you. Uh, well, we had I saw Cray. He's popped in and out a few a couple of times, um, 
and he was he was always on during someone else. Oh, there he is. I'm gonna add him to the stream, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with Mister Kill Everything. He's ready with his final issue. Cray, welcome to the show. Hey, you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good lord! Freaking sparklight internet, piece of crap. Okay. <laughs> Never even heard of that one. Uh, <laughs> it's from okay, like so World Tech. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna take these headphones off a little bit because holy hell, I'm blow my head off here. Uh, okay, so here's what I don't get, guys. Small town cops, lazy, oh. corrupt, <laughs> cocksucking small town cops. So the city I live in has four units. This is a real small town. Two fusions, two explorers. You just see them cruising around together, two at a time, one officer per unit, wasting taxpayer-funded gas. Where I live, if you accidentally leave a vehicle unlocked, it'll be cleaned out of anything small someone could carry easily because thieves make a nightly sweep for unlocked vehicles to rob. First time it happened to me years ago, they got three vehicles that I got here, and I made the mistake of calling the cops to file a report for my stolen stuff. Mm-hmm. They told me it was my fault because they were unlocked. <laughs> Despite two were deep enough in the property, people would have have to trespass just to get to them. So it's my fault. And, you know, don't yeah. leave your shit unlocked. I don't know. So I ask them, can I press trespassing charges? No, no, there's no point because that won't stick. No, no don't don't press any charges, you know, because they don't want to do paperwork. That's yes. all that any of the shit's about. So somehow, accidentally, I imagine. These cops actually recover my stuff. They, they capture the That's people. amazing. <laughs> and they have me come down there to identify it. And I identify them. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, this is exactly the way I described it to you. And they're like, okay, thanks. Um, when do I get my stuff back? Oh, no, no, we need that for evidence. And <laughs> the people that did it, they're in and out in a weekend and out robbing vehicles again. My shit is gone. Forever. Never got it back. Of course and not. Fucking cocksucking cops. Then years down the road, neighbor's pit bull comes and murders a cat in my backyard. I report this to animal control because fucking bull just running loose. So two cops, of course, two units come out. They threatened to ticket me because I had a cat outside, not on a leash. A fucking <sighs> leash on a cat. And then they threatened me with another ticket because one of the vehicles I had parked on the street out front was facing the wrong way. Uh, Just incredible. They do anything they can not to do any paperwork, not to do anything. And then they will threaten your ass just to not do anything. Fucking small town cops, man. Oh, I out here. They're the worst. Yeah, they're they're worse than, you know, the city guys. They'll let you they'll let you off on, you know, a big thing like, hey, you're, you're going like 15 over. You slow it down next time. The fucking yeah. small town guy. I, I got pulled over after I got rear-ended in the Accord. I got pulled over on my way home from Thanksgiving in this small town. And the guy's like a, a, implying that I got drunk and rammed my car into something on my way home. It's like, and then he saw that it was all the seams were taped up with tape that had like slowly peel. It started to peel off the obviously an old accident. Mm. Just fucking hassle me for no reason. I, uh, they and then it's like and you're Barney Fife like you have yeah. <laughs> twenty square miles to patrol where nobody goes. What what better do you have to do? What better thing yeah. do you have to do than like fucking take reports? Just collect a paycheck, I guess. Yeah, there, there's a town twenty miles away from me, and what they got caught doing. One of their officers, 
he was planting little empty baggies that had dope residue in them on random pullovers just so that he looked like he was doing more shit. That he he ruined the lives of like 20, 30 people before they actually caught him doing it. And then what's the punishment? Like uh, those 30 people right there like, sorry, your record's expunged, but the damage is already done. Yeah. yeah. I went to jail. <laughs> yeah. I, my yeah. butthole is never, you're going to, are you going to get a reconstructive butthole surgery? <laughs> <laughs> you know who had some yeah, reconstructive butthole surgery? Who? Uh, Dennis, who's the guy that does the exercise stuff? I was going to say, what's his name? Billy Blanks? No, the fucking Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons had reconstructed <laughs> butthole surgery. That would have been a lot funnier if I had remembered the name. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I think it's Maddox, you know, on the biggest problem in the universe, he brought in that uh, homeowners associations were the perfect example <laughs> of a libertarian government because it was a literally small and literally scope. small, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the, uh, you know, so Tulsa, right? It's population of six hundred thousand people inside the Tulsa metro in the Tulsa city limits, and yeah. about a million in the Tulsa metro area. Say Tulsa guy, like a single cop. He doesn't have really any any power. Like he no. has the power of in of the interaction with you yeah. of the law behind him, but he didn't really like. He can't. What's he gonna do? Like park out outside your apartment complex and fuck you over? Whereas a small town cop, either two of them, four of them in a small area, like they know where you live. Yeah. They've seen your car driving multiple times a week, probably. Like they can fuck fuck you around, and they know it, and you know it, and so they have this like big head because they have a a larger impact than someone else because they're the you know apex of a libertarian government there as opposed to just just live and let live just do your fucking job that's like if your car gets broken into i i no, no offense to you i i don't understand calling the cops because i'm honestly shocked they ever found anything seems like 90 yeah. percent of the time it's just like yeah there's been a, str a string of break-ins you know the last month and then i guess that's probably the news though that they don't report when hey the cops finally caught these shitheads and then didn't convict them of anything because the court system's just like yeah all right you're gonna plea deal you guys out with non-violent misdemeanor you'll be on probation for you know, two years and then don't, yeah, two don't years do it to, again. to not get caught. And then you, and then you do it again. They're like, Oh, hmm. well, we're only, we're only sending like violent criminals to, uh, prison, prison. And not, you get a month, do a month. They don't even do months, man. They just fucking let them out of their own reconnaissance. They have them call a, uh, not a bailiff, uh, a parole officer like mm -hmm. once a month. Hey, you you got a job? Uh, yeah, I totally got a job. All right, cool. See you next month. Yeah, it's a money making scheme. Yeah, it because is. you let them out and you can catch them again, and they have more fines every time. So you can just keep that income coming into the local um, uh, court system, and it's 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 infinite because these people have money. Yeah, I mean, these drug dealers have money out the ass. Like uh, my neighbor, he got uh, raided last weekend, I think it was like la not Thursday, but the week before. And this guy had pounds and pounds of weed, which is over the legal state limit at this point. He had a bunch of other stuff I don't think they actually found. And he had a $30,000 bond. He was out the next day. Yeah, because, oh, that, that's nothing. I got that. 
Well, like uh, here in Oklahoma, if you are put on probation, you have to pay. The, they used to call them probation fees. Yeah. And then the it was like sued in court that that wasn't allowed because the probation fees went to they they go to fund the district attorney's office. Because they, they underfund the district attorney's office in Oklahoma. So then they just pass a new thing and they called them something else. And th- now that's that's kosher. And so you pay uh, a monthly fee to the district attorney's office that funds their budget so that you can be a criminal. Yeah. So if you take a plea deal on something and they're like, okay, you're going to be on pro- probation, supervised or, or unsupervised, you're paying them you know, however much a month or however many years or months or weeks you're on probation and they just fucking pocket that money. So they have a, like they have a vested interest in prosecuting you for something that you, even if you didn't do it, uh, just something they can nail you on just to get that money to come in. You know what's funny is and you- if you don't go back on the street, right? If they send you to prison, prison, well, they don't get any money. But if they put you on probation, I now I get my my little yeah. monthly fee. Uh, well, yeah, we can go ahead and like plea this down and and put you on probation for two years mm-hmm. and collect our little a little fee. And then if you don't pay it, if, then you're going to prison. You know, it's funny is you brought up Barney Fife. Is I was I literally just the last episode of um. The Andy Griffith show that I watched was one where... Hold on, Tim. Hold on, Tim. Um, when was the last episode of Andy Griffith that you watched? Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Jesus Christ. What? I enjoy the show. Are you 90? <laughs> I grew up with that show, man. Fucking Aaron Paul over here. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, he just liked Aunt B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the episode... What happened in the episode was they literally had no crime to... They had nothing to do. Uh-huh. So Andy invented a crime to for before Barney to solve mm-hmm. to make him feel better. To like get his spirits up. I know exactly the episode. Trucking and Tucking yeah. knows this episode. <laughs> Holy fuck. That dude. was a comedy bit. Yeah. In the 60s. You guys gonna go get some malts and go to the sock cop later? I hope so. Fucking old sons of bitches. (laughs) I have no idea when the last time I watched the Andy Griffith show was. Yeah. Probably in the double digits of years. Probably near and on 20. Okay. At at the least. Okay. I remember like TV land, it used to be on in the mornings. And sometimes it would be, I'd like put it on because it was the least offensive thing. Um, You guys are fucked up. (laughs) And also, yeah, that sounds exactly right. Mm-hmm. Got I watched it in like 15 years. Yeah, but you just have notes about every episode? It's a good episode. <laughs> Stop talking when you're not on the fucking microphone. <laughs> Shit's going off the rails. All right. Well, Cray, uh, that was a great don't get. I fucking 100% on board with you. Uh, thanks for listening to the show and supporting us. And thanks for calling in uh, for our penultimate episode. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for playing all that random musical shit I threw in over the years. Uh, I know some of it was a little rough, but it was quick put together. So. Uh, you know, that's always it was always fun oh, playing always, the yeah. listener submitted stuff. So, well, take it easy. Yeah, you do. And now yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go with he was our first on, but he's gonna be our last. Don't get welcome back to the stream. Uh, of the known for his his time at the. Uh, meat packing plant in <laughs> Silence Grove, Pennsylvania. It's Mr. Kill Everything. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Uh, first off, I have a question right off the bat. Is uh, Craig the one who did that 
song about Maddox. Uh, cuck, cuck. I am not a cuck. Oh, uh, uh, that that I don't remember. Cray, we'll have to post. It in the was chat. a great song. It was a electric electric light ELO song. Um, that was just wonderful. So I don't know if Cray's in chat somewhere. Please let me know if you're the one because that was a great song you submitted to the show. I, uh, I was probably a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, I it all it all blurs together yeah, recording yeah. the episode. <laughs> so, well, Mister Kill Everything, what is your don't get this week? Um, if you have the time, there's a couple of things I want to quickly say real quick. Okay, uh, as I was listening along, um, I want, do want to say I agree that Better Call Saul is probably better than Breaking Bad. Both shows are glorious, but um. Uh, I even like the movie El Cabino, and I'm excited for tomorrow night, the end of Better Call Saul. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to throw that out, throw that out there. And uh, another quick comment I wanted to make as I was listening. Uh, yeah, it's amazing how many uh, single mothers are on dating sites that have numerous kids. <laughs> I eventually had to write down. It's like uh, no single, no single mothers. You're insufferable. You like to have fun for a little while, but you just become the bitch that you always been. And and um, <laughs> also, also, I had to say something because I see this in various dating pro, uh, profiles of women saying that their children are their world, and it's always really been. How do I put it? The women who say their children are the world are often the worst mothers. <laughs> yeah. The only thing worse than that is when it's like, uh, my dog is my world. I'm yeah. here's the, here's I something do. that drives me nuts with that is the, so uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dog mom. <laughs> you're not a dog yeah. mom. Uh, you're a pet owner. Yeah. And the difference between being a dog mom and a pet owner, right. Is if you lock a dog in your car and it dies, you're going to get hit with like animal cruelty. Mm hmm probably a fine, maybe some time in, in prison. You lock a toddler in a car, you are going to prison. You are going, you are not going to Casey Anthony your way out of that shit. <laughs> That's the difference between being a parent and being a pet owner. Yeah. You can go to PetSmart, and if your dog gets hit by a car, you go to PetSmart, you get a new dog. You uh, fucking let your toddler wander in the street and gets hit by a car, and it becomes a whole legal deal you're going to have to go through. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be at least nine months before you can shit out another one. I, I cannot stand that. I'm fucking, I'm a pet parent. I'm a pet parent. No, you're a moron. You're an empty nester who is putting your feelings of, of inadequacy into an animal, and it's cruel. <laughs> That's the real animal cruelty. Amazing. Anyway. So, uh, one of the don't gets I wanted to uh, bring in um, uh, was talk about plug cigars, uh, but I ended up coming up with a new don't get uh, because of the interaction with Sage. So, uh, the plug cigars, about a month ago, I got a partagus, all that, probably cost $25, and you can't even uh, light it and smoke it, and you're shoving toothpicks in there. And just, just to try to get some airflow and it's just fucking infuriating. But I think I've, uh, might've talked to you about that privately. Ted, yeah, we did uh, some time ago. And I don't remember what it was you had. It was a Macanudo or a Cohiba, but it was, it was a Monte Cristo that I got that was, that was oh. plugged all the shit. And I, I cut, I ended up cutting the end off like several times. Yes. I have a tool for clearing it out. Never got it. We I got cigars from the Leapers Fork Distilling to go with the Leapers Fork bourbon that we mm -hmm. tried. 
And mine was plugged all the fuck, and I ended up just giving up on it. It's miserable. Yeah, it, it took a lot of cutting and uh, poking with a toothpick to save that part, I guess. But it's just like, this costs so much money. I I just don't want to throw the whole thing in the trash. Yeah. But, um, There's no anyways, money guarantees on, on cigars. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, uh, but the Doke I ended up switching to uh, that was inspired by Sage is um, Memory. Not remembering things because he's talk. He was saying these things, and I was generally getting confused because he's saying I'm dwelling on things. And it's like, well, no, I just remember things. I mentioned, uh, I mentioned some examples, but it just didn't seem to land. I I watch a movie, I remember it. I read a book, I remember it. I go to work, I do things, I remember uh, what was done that day, and no, not to do this or or maybe this needs to be done because uh t- certain tasks were accomplished so i looked it up uh i looked up uh brain exercises uh to improve memory <laughs> and trying to find different examples and i'm seeing things like um uh meditation visualizing but um some things that stood out for me for our one playing games i play a lot of video games uh after work uh and when I return to the game, I remember puzzles I have solved and uh, things that I have and things I have accomplished. And it's like, well, these things worked and these things didn't work. Let's move on and try these other things. Other things I found was uh, playing card games. Well, um, yeah, I've played a lot of card games over the years. And some other examples that uh, um, that stuck out to me because when I was young, I excelled slowly and I was giving, I was given certain tasks and one of them is uh, crossword puzzles, which I see right here on this list. Yes. I uh, did a lot of crossword puzzles. Uh, and I was also challenged to go look up things for things uh, for certain parts of the puzzles that I couldn't figure out. And over time that became easier. Jigsaw puzzles, Sudoku playing chess checkers, Oh, okay. Here in this list is even playing video games that I already mentioned. Is there is jerking off one of them? You know, uh, no woman you jerk off to is really worth remembering. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) But um, another one is like learning new skills. Well, I'm constantly learning. Uh, I see that it talks about learning music. I played music on. uh, eight years uh, consistently throughout my life, I have been uh, re- um, resurrecting those skills. I can still read music, uh, bass clef, treble clef, and I'm applying it to piano. I got a keyboard back, a crappy keyboard back over here, back over here that I uh, am now learning. And it's like, hey, I remember all this stuff from years ago that I did, and now I just need need to apply it to this new instrument. Other things that talks ever, about is personal. Oh, go ahead. Do you ever remember things like you'll be having a conversation about something? You remember something from the conversation you had with them, and uh, people get creeped out by that because you're like you remember far more detail than they expect. Yes, and that mainly happens with uh, girlfriends or ex girlfriends. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on um, yeah. It, and um, they kind of said the same thing Sage did. Uh, it's like, I'm just dwelling on these things. It's like, no, I 
I guess I'm exercising the mind without even realizing it. It's like I'm not dwelling on these things. I just remember. Uh, sometimes things are said, which kind of go makes me go, oh, yeah, this, or oh, yeah, that. And it sounds like you're going to say something, Tab. Yeah, do you remember there was a Nintendo DS game that was like, Brain age. Brain age. Brain yeah. Brain. yeah. And it would like make you, you would take a test. It would tell you like where you had to strengthen your brain. And then you could like do things to strengthen the other sides. And yeah. it gave you that like Pentagon that you, I don't remember what the, the tears were, but that was like people got really into that trying to make themselves smarter. I wonder how many of those I people got any that. smarter. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel probably like not a lot. Numbers close to zero because yeah. all that stuff moved over to apps now. They have all all that stuff is in apps now. It's yeah. like you know brain training stuff. But yeah, I never played that. I, I remember um, someone on the bus had it like on because mm-hmm. I, I never had a DS. Yeah. And then we would we would uh, and be like, oh yeah, let me try that. And then you just like fuck it completely beyond belief. And be like, <laughs> you might be retarded. And you'd be like, you brought down my total average. I'm not retarded. Like, oh, it's not what the brain age says. <laughs> We're seeding that. Yep. <laughs> but it's like, um, but yeah, uh, there's different things you pick up on, you learn, you exercise the mind. Tab, I think you uh, said you learned German before. Yeah, I took German in high school, middle school and high school. I did it uh, after I graduated from college. And um, but I feel like a lot of that is lost. But when I listen to German music or things, other German things, uh, things start coming back to me. Yeah. yeah that's not- Political stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I were to say, uh, <laughs> hello, uh, Tim Untab, uh, ich bin Mr. Kill Everything. Uh, I don't know if I said that right, but maybe you might remember. Tab. I think you'd have to be Did hair I? hair kill everything. In <laughs> oh, no, you are correct. Uh, uh, hair hair tutnalis. Hair tutnalis. I think that's what uh, what it would be. Uh, is that is tutnalis everything? Uh, Sterben is die. I don't remember what kill is. Uh, tote should be. Oh wait, tote means dead. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm not perfect on that, but. Things are still coming back to my mind. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's why. It's why so uh, I, I'm I'm okay. listening to a song in my head currently. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's why, like you know, the people that go to the people that actually move and live in the place where the language is spoken are the best. Are the people that are always best at like picking it up and learning? Yeah, because the more you use it, you know, it gets built in. I remember seeing this fascinating documentary. I think it was like Nova probably or something as a kid. And it was all about, all about mental maps and the way we build so to navigate like around your town, you build this mental map and you kind of know where things are. And it's not a map in the sense of like, I know that you know, Zunus is the one street and then Yale is the next one, but you kind of build things in relationship mm-hmm. to one another. And so it activates a specific part of your brain that uh, like music and other re- recall is also built there. So if you have good mental maps, you could, you also, your brain also organizes like other information in a similar fashion. Hmm. So s- someone who can quickly like move to a town and figure out how to navigate and, and draw those parallel lines is more likely to be able to store and recall information in their head because the yeah. uh, the way it's organized basically so it's like a file system file type system, yeah. and and they showed with with mice that 
to they would learn mental maps of these mazes and they knew where they weren't necessarily they weren't solving the maze because they had already done it and they had built the mental map mm-hmm. and they were like using colored things at junctions and they figured out they figured out that the mice were like memorizing the color order ah. It was interesting. Yeah. Because then they put them in a new maze that had the same co- the color order, and they took the color order and didn't get to the cheese. And then they were like, huh. what the fuck? This is bullshit. <laughs> like, when you do, like make a left, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the brick house there on the on the end. And you make a left, and you're like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like, oh, that's a different brick house. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. So I did not see what, what it was you were talking about, but um. No, that is interesting. And also, since uh, this Don't Get is inspired by Sage, I uh, just came across another point about exercising regularly. Well, um, Sage uh, complained about uh, not being able to park closer to buildings and stuff and having to walk extra distances. Well, this is saying regular exercises benefit for both the brain and the body. Authors of a 2019 review know... Note that the exercise approves the following aspects of brain health, memory, cognition, motor coordination. And Uh, it's like, okay, being lazy is um, fucks up your head. Yeah, this is uh, alt-right propaganda. (laughs) Fitness is somehow good for you. Yeah, I I saw this on Twitter. They were telling me it was this this beautiful woman, um, or I think maybe three or four of them. I, I don't know. Oh, it's God. like a, I think she was might have been taken. They took a picture with like a spherical aspect uh-huh. lens at a very close distance because uh, she looked almost like a planet. <laughs> <laughs> but she said she said that uh, exercise wasn't good for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, she also bullshit. said donate to your Fuck, that, her. Fuck her. <laughs> Fuck her. I love exercise I love the massively fat you. people that are like, yeah, you don't need to exercise. Like, nah, you, you, you <laughs> definitely need to. But there's definitely like an uh, a homeostasis fatness I think that people exist in where like they don't eat good, they don't eat great. They're not they don't like specifically exercise. They're overweight, but you know they they're they're able to like live a normal life. Mm-hmm. Go go to the store. They walk a little bit. That kind of stuff. And then there are the people that are like. Fucking job of the hut, yeah. Evolve out of there. You like the there's those TV shows on the TLC where they're like my thousand pound fiance or whatever, and it's like this fucking blob of a person just laying in a bed, like I'm a McDonald's, bring McDonald's, I'm a McDonald's. And then (laughs) someone fucking brings McDonald's and shovels it down this fucking person's gullet. And it's like, you would lose weight just by through attrition if someone just closed the fucking door, Mm -hmm. put a padlock on there, put a padlock on there and put like a no, just just make the doorway narrower, like a foot narrower (laughs) and then don't let anyone in there. And it's like, give her the keys. You have you get the keys because it's not like you, she's gonna be able to throw the keys weighing five thousand pounds. And there's a there's like a a padlock door, and you have to unlock the door and also fit through it, and you'll be able you'll be healthy then. Um, yeah, that's my solution and- to fatness. <laughs> Smaller doors. Yes, absolutely. They'll be blocking traffic on the way in, so they might be losing losing money too because the fat people are too lazy to get out of the fucking way. I tried to leave um, a voicemail about 
fat people and how they take up space, uh, even if they're like driving in a small car, it's like they, even though they're like crammed in their small car, they still somehow try to take up as much of the road as possible. <laughs> and I still, I, I, I've, I bombed on that voicemail and I still don't know how to explain it, but I see it regularly uh, considering, well, you know, I'm on the road often with one of, um, uh, one of my jobs, um, uh, it's like fat yeah. people still seem how st- fat people with small cars still somehow take up a lot of the road. I don't know how to explain it. I think they're just used but, to uh, it. They're just used to taking up more space. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. But another point I wanted to bring up uh, that this uh, site uh, says is sleeping. I just, what is it? Uh, what time is it? An hour and a half ago, Sage just said in Discord, talk about staying awake for 30 hours uh, to be on here fucking late and drunk. Kill me, he says. Um, well, this site also says uh, sleeping is good for memory. No wonder I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed. And I, I, oh, go ahead. Go I went ahead. to bed at 2 a.m. last night. I got up today at... Uh, just before eight to yeah. go to breakfast. I hate, so I hate about like when I, you don't live in a place and then you go back there for something. I had to like cram so much shit into three days. <sighs> I need a vacation. You know, I, I, sympath, I sympathize with the sleeping part. Cause, um, I, I was, I was a trucker. I, I did forest fires. Uh, I, yeah, I was a firefighter. How many did you do? Better for, how many what? Just Forest how many did you set? Yeah. <laughs> Forest fires? Oh, God. Um, uh, going back to 2013. Uh, see, out of Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Utah. Did all of those? I've done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We travel. We traveled where we called to. My boss would never let us go to California because he says, fuck California. That's that could all burn to the down to the ground. <laughs> My boss was awesome like that. So what did you guys use, and like gasoline? Or did you, like, throw torches out there? Was it like a, a delayed fuse? Yeah, there, there, there are some people who was arrested in California for starting Sitting forest fires, fires uh, yeah. just so they could get work. Just so they could get work. They somehow they got, got back caught. Drafted. Yeah, backdrafted. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I I don't know how many fires I've done. It's it's like uh, from uh, 2013 to 2019. I uh, I don't I'm not sure. I've gone from uh, Sedona, Arizona, to the Grand Canyon, to um, oh near Beaver, which I gave uh, Sage that uh, fake address. Well, a real address, but not my address. And uh. There's, I, I, it doesn't matter. I've done, I've done a few, and he totally uh, uh, railroaded me uh, by that question too. Sorry, we were. Oh, wait, wait. Now I, no, no, no. Now I remember. It's like I sympathize with the uh, sleeping part. I work uh, two to three jobs, and I'm up a lot, so I sympathize with that part. Uh, say, uh. So Sage has been awake for a while. He's not remembering things, um, remembering things correctly. I sympathize with that too. Uh, being a trucker, uh, I was driving a 2006. Uh, I was driving a 2006 vehicle, which meant I didn't. There are certain things I didn't have to have, so I lied on my logbook. Um, 
while going over the road, and I had multiple logbooks. Um, one was honest, one was slightly dishonest, one was totally fucking fake, and I would have the loose sleeve stuff and intertwine them as needed if I, in case I got pulled over uh, for a random inspection or whatever, and always made it through. So, bunch of small town cops fucking you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, I remember uh, what was it, Chino Valley, Arizona? Cops are bored out of their fucking mind. Chino Valley, uh, uh, north of uh, Prescott, and eventually I had to take another route out of there, out of Phoenix, uh, when I go to uh, up through Vegas to Mesquite, Mesquite, the same place where that uh, Mandalay Bay shooter came from, hmm. and. So I sympathize with that, but um, uh, but sleeping does help. Yeah, as well as playing, um, you know, games, memory things, puzzles, video games. Um, it's like do things that stimulate the mind. Was there anything in there about ordering dinner before a place closes? <laughs> Does that help with memory at all? Uh, no, I did not see anything on uh, like that. We should and do some more studies. Yeah. Because I bet there's a We probably should do some more studies. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I'm happy uh, that uh, my coworker. No, they're not going to be former coworkers because I'm still, I'm still going to keep my employment there. If someone calls in sick, they're just going to call me up and say, hey, can you work? Can you cover the shift? And it's either going to be a yes or no. I'm going to do my main job, and then I'm going to go over to the cigar bar, which is I, I'm uh, barely started, but it's already the most relaxing fucking job I've ever had. It's like a dream job. Yeah. Where I, I go there, you light up a smoke, you uh, cash out customers, and <laughs> pour them up drinks, pour them up a beer, pour them up a, a port, a wine, whatever. And you're watching UFC, um, other fights, boxing, and of course, other people want different things on screens, whether it be baseball or football, whatever. It's it's literally a dream job. It does not feel like work. That That's the best that kind. That sounds great. Range Scholar said better memory allows you to remember to have dinner at the right time so you don't wander in before the place is <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That is, oh, uh, God, I cannot believe I just snorted on stream. That um, was a funny one. Yes, that is great. Oh, I also see that. Um, wait, where did it go? I don't know. Did it just happen? Oh, I clicked on something. Uh, Cray says, yes, uh, parody of ELO, ELO's uh, telephone line entitled Internet Cuck. Appreciate the recognition. Cray, you did a great job at that. And yeah. for anybody who doesn't remember, I wish I could tell you what episode it was, but that was a great, great parody song. Well, uh, so for people who don't know, Mr. Kill Everything was the first dickhead that I met in person. I just, I don't remember. And you are the first dickhead I ever met in person as well. Yeah. I posted on Reddit or something or Twitter. I was like, I'm on my way to uh, LA. I'm going to be taking it Route 40. If mm -hmm. anyone's along the way and wants to like grab dinner or whatever, grab a drink, let me know. And so yeah. he, he was met, living in Flagstaff at the time. He messaged me and he's like, Hey, let's meet at this place. And so met at this bar and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure this guy's gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we met up, we had a couple of drinks. We you know, we chatted for I don't know, an hour or two. And then an hour or two, yeah. We had Haddleland Park. Yeah, and then it was you know, it was still pretty early and I wasn't tired, so I ended up pushing on a little bit further, but um it was like 
okay, this community isn't like all weird degens. As, as Just much mostly. As, as mo- no, as much as it sounds like it's degens, <laughs> there's like a lot of like good, wholesome people. And I think that like, here's what I don't get has cultivated even more so the kind of like normal, well wishing, uh, hardworking, just normal people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's like, I, that's why like our, our Discord, we don't have people will go in there and like shit posts and jokes mm-hmm. and stuff, but we don't have like people working bits or we just have people having conversations about whatever stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't remember, I don't remember when it was, it was probably several years ago at this point, but someone was like, Oh yeah, if you need a mod for the discord, like <laughs> I'll do it. And I was yeah. like, we really don't we even don't have need- that many members. Yeah. And <laughs> Like any mod stuff, I, I, I'm happy to do it. I, I think we're kind of better. If we get to a point where we need mods, then maybe we'll I'll start to look yeah. for someone. And we just never, we've never needed it. No, we've we haven't really blocked. Because last time you anyone. had to ban someone, yeah, you banned the last person because it was some some account joined and was just like free men's sex extension pills. <laughs> and like I, I don't know. Oh yeah, I, I banned them so that they they could only talk to me about yeah. that. <laughs> it's like I told you to tell me that shit in private. <laughs> I am tired of your bullshit. Um, but yeah. Oh, speak. Oh, go ahead. Anyway, that that was like the last thing. And I remember logging in and there was all this flurry of activity. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And Tim was like, yeah, some guy jumped in here and was like hawking dick pills. And I was like, did you order mine? Did you order them, Tim? <sighs> What's so. up? Uh, there's something you brought up about being uh Something you brought up a while ago, which I've been wanting to come on on for a while now, about dickheads being some of the greatest people you ever met. Well, I'm sure you both remember my uh, so-called, oh shit, I just dropped it, Um, about my uh, rape dungeon shower bit. Yes. Yes. (laughs) There's a wild turkey and and all the handles in your shower, just in case. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, um where I'm living now, the handlebars don't stick because the uh, shower walls are textured uh, and I got to come up with a new solution for that. But, um, the place uh, I move now, oh, I have like glass smooth tiles in the shower and they're big. So I could probably put a lot of handles mm-hmm. up in there. A lot. Yeah. Oh, I could put a lot up in mine right now. Oh, if they weren't the textured. textured walls. Yeah. yeah. If they weren't textured. Uh, but, um, uh, Back in Las Vegas, uh, where we had, where we were hanging out, and Coach and Randy and all that were hitting on those uh, drunk chicks and all that stuff. Sounds right. Yeah, and we were just watching that one woman open up her uh, dress and sh- showing her beaver. <laughs> that I don't remember. You talked about it on this very show. I do remember that very well. Uh, you'll have to look up uh you'll have to look up the vegas episode vegas the story yeah that i now i guess i i need to exercise and play more crosswords yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like uh you went over uh to tell uh this one bitch uh who is uh, uh defending off her friends from our from our drunk friends and while i went over um uh to the beaver girl and her friend and it's like, hey, uh, uh, close your legs. <laughs> yeah, okay, I do remember that now. Because she was, she was, yeah, she was pissed drunk, and she was, like, sitting in a slung back sofa, right? And just had her yeah, legs on wide steps open. outside of the Yeah, Paris yeah I remember whatever. that now. It was, yeah. it was when we were leaving that beer garden. It had, like, just closed. 
Yeah, it's like we weren't allowed to smoke in there. I had um, some uh, miniature Davidoffs. Coach was excited to have one. We, yeah. And we all had to put them out. And it's like, it was, I was outside. Crushed. And it was outside. Yeah, it was outside. Yeah. It was outside. And we had to put this shit away. It's like, do you realize how much this fucking cost? And I handed them out and they're they're fucking ruined. Yeah, that oh, that place God. was not great. And the service was terrible. No, they were like surly about it. It's just one of fucking Stella. Settle down. Yeah. And thank you for the drink again that you got me. Um Oh yeah, no problem. Oh god, we told we totally ra- railroaded again. But um trying to back up a couple of steps, shower, all that stuff. Oh god damn it, I cannot believe uh we fucking railroaded. Well, if you think about it, you'll call him the voicemail. Yeah, and we'll play it on the last episode. Yeah, I guess I'll have to call him the voicemail. voicemail. Yeah, I know on the last episode. Uh, I have to bring that up again. So my bad. I didn't mean to railroad that because there was something I was driving to. Well, uh, I'm going to let you go so we can wrap this up so that we can continue with our evening plans, which involve meat Mm -hmm. and sucking. Yes. (laughs) Well, cheers to that. And uh, Tim, um, since you don't listen to your own show as well, (laughs) I'm not kidding. When you used to do your own podcast on telling the news, because I think that would be great. You're great at delivering the news. Thanks. Well, we'll uh, it's on the docket mm. to think about. Cheers. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Mr. Kill Everything. Thanks for support over all the years and being a good guy. And thank you, Tim and Tab, uh, for being great. And also, even though they're not here, thank you, Buck and Chaco, as well. Yeah, yeah I'll cheers. pass that along. See ya. Well, those are all the callers we're going to have today. This is going to be a long episode. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it may be editable down to get it as a single episode onto the feed. That's my plan. So we'll we'll find out. But um, this is episode 299 of Here's What I Don't Get. The penultimate. The penultimate guest caller extravaganza. Uh, I want to say thank you very sincerely, everyone who called in today, the people yeah. who, who didn't call in today, who've been voicemailers over the years, the people who've listened every week, the people who started listening last week. The all people who listen to one episode. Yeah. All <laughs> of our Patreon supporters um, just, you've, you know, given us a reason to not stop doing this for so long. And really, if it weren't a factor of the distance and the technology limitations, yeah. um, there's really, I, this is, this is really the thing that we were like, this is the trigger for ending the show. Yeah. I, yeah. There's, if I were to stay in Tulsa, if, if, I, if, if we could beam each other over over yeah there'd be 300 more episodes yeah. so um it sucks but it's the dawning of a new era we'll we'll have more projects probably oh yeah uh i want to finish this is very very sappy i want to finish this with the fucking song from mr rogers <laughs> such a good <laughs> feeling to know you're anyway um so yes thank just to say thank you thanks yeah. for listening and um, I guess live long and prosper, peace and long life. What we do here, fucking nerd. <laughs> it's a geek. It's a geek. Apparently, the Midwesterners think that nerds are into like Star Trek and geeks are into math, but it is the fucking opposite. I'm fucking tired of these Midwesterners with their bullshit about not knowing what words mean. Yeah, no, no, you you are totally right. I'm totally right. Yeah, I'm fucking arguing with these people from Missouri, and they're like, "No, no, you got those backwards. No, you have those backwards." Yeah, nerd. When I think of nerd, I think of a pocket protector. Pocket protector. Yeah. It's all fuck's sake. 
It's like living in a third world country up there. Yeah. I swear to God. They're lucky they have running water. <laughs> well, anyway, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Bird. I'm Tim the Hammerbreaker. Until next week. The final episode. If you want to call in, here's a good hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. You only have one more week to get your voicemails in. The voicemail line scrolling at the bottom. Anything you want to say can and will be played in the court of law. <laughs> <laughs> so send us a voicemail. We're not playing any voicemails this week. This episode's already been very, very long. Yep. We're gonna we're saving all the voicemails for next week. Will you, who will be the final voicemailer? That's the next question in the yep. legacy of here's what I don't get. So call in, leave us a voicemail, tell us what you don't get. Uh, and keep calling the voicemail for the rest of your life because you never know. Like someone might answer, might answer. Who knows? Maybe. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody.